This is Biz Radio host, Joanna Patrice Haggerty. I am the founder of JPH Creative Biz and soon to launch Art Hero, a workforce development organization. My mission is to support and galvanize artists and creative entrepreneurs because art heals and connects. I believe that by activating creativity, we synthesize change. Come connect with me on Instagram at JPH Creative Biz. This is the Joanna Patrice Haggerty Show, where I invite the most innovative entrepreneurs, artists, and creative business owners to share their experiences, processes, practical tips, and inspirations. Today with me is Paul Heathman, who has been in mortgage banking for nine years. He has volunteer taught mortgage qualifying at On Track Financial, which is a local nonprofit institute, and it is at an advisor to city council via the Affordable Housing Advisory Committee. He was also the Mortgage Pro of the Year in 2021 for the Asheville Home Builders Association. An actor and singer formerly of Haywood Arts Repertory Theater in Waynesville, North Carolina, and is a longtime supporter of the arts and artists. He is the spouse to an amazing local artist, father of a rotten rescue pit bull, and lover of all animals. A Montford resident since 2020, 2012, I brought Paul on to talk all things affordable housing and the creative lifestyle of Asheville. But first, Paul, thank you for being here today. Oh, thanks for having me. It's so sweet. This is uh, a subject near and dear to me, so I'm talking about it constantly and always happy to, no matter, no matter how much. And to be honest, you know, we're friends and we get to go out and see music and we really dive into a lot of philosophy um, in the creative sector, but we don't dive in a lot to affordable housing and having someone like you who has a creative background, who has invested interest in this town, I think is really, really valuable to talk about affordable housing. But first, before we go into this, my show, we have to always wind the clock back and talk a little bit about yourself as an early creative. So you say that you've been a singer and in theater. Tell me what growing up kind of in a creative lens looked like for you. Oh yeah. So I had a, I had a teacher in elementary school that, that um, instead of seeing me as just a wild child, like most of my <laughs> teachers did, she saw me as a creative and mm. recommended to my folks that, um, that I not only began acting uh, with a local musical theater uh, group, but but also the opportunity to go to a magnet school and um, and major in theater. And it was just, you know, life-changing for me. And it kind of gave me a perspective on the people, the personalities. Um, just it opened up a whole new world to me that I've carried with me just all my life. And, um, yeah, that's where it all got started. And, of course, like everyone, I'm a music fan and, and, and Asheville music is just, wonderful and i i hold our uh our community as you know one of the most brilliant arts communities uh that i've ever you know been a part of mm. i can see you know i could see that i was kind of early early in, informed on what that kind of means uh from a human standpoint you know as a, as a young child having that experience and yeah, and being able to be enriched in the arts at such a young age, we're learning, especially through this show and having lots of creatives and professionals come on, we have this viewpoint where <clears throat> there's not one static answer for things. 
And so I'm, I'm a little curious before, again, we kind of get a little closer into the actual topic of home builders and, and affordable housing. Why music and theater specifically? Why is that the lens that you were most interested in kind of viewing for yourself? Well, I think for me, it's a creative outlet. You know, as when you are a creative and, and I, I even hesitate to say it that way. I think everyone is a creative and it just just have to awaken that inside of you. Absolutely. But when you live um, in a creative lifestyle, we can't say. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think, you know, music is so relatable. We all, you know, fancy ourselves fans of music. Um, It also pairs with just about everything that we do. Right. So like you go into a department store and there's music playing, you go to a local brewery and there's an artist performing. Um, It's, you know, there's a radio and every, uh, or, you know, some kind of, you know, music apparatus in every, <laughs> yeah, every vehicle. Radio and yeah, radio. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, radio. It was like eight track tapes. Our um, boom boxes we carry around <laughs> on the street. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, you know, it's it's just everywhere. So music is one of those things that, you know, we, we all really relate to. Yeah. Um, you know, recently I was reading a, a book, um, 21 Lessons by Yuval Noah Harari, and he, he talks about, how emotionally we process things. And he just uses like, you know, Adele, for example, as like a worldwide phenomenon that helps us yeah. process our relationships, right? You know, and uh, and the world relates to, to music. So it is something that if you meet somebody, um, I, I would almost, I would almost guarantee that you meet somebody new within the first like 10 minutes of kind of discovery of meeting that person, you're going to talk about music. You're going to talk about an artist that you like, you know, I love that. And it, to me, it sounds like what I'm hearing you say is, you know, music and art, which we understand as a universal language. So let's kind of flip that script and let's start to get into some of the stuff that my show doesn't talk a whole lot about like mortgage banking and loans and home building and, and, at affordable housing. So let's talk about how you even got into this world and particularly how being a creative perspective and living a creative lifestyle has helped you in this more type A industry. Yeah, that's a great question. It wasn't on <laughs> purpose. Um, I didn't, I didn't, uh, I didn't arrive at this. Was uh, it your lifelong dream, Paul? <laughs> yeah, right. You know, I, I didn't have the kind of family that drove me toward finance or, or any particular um, line of work. I didn't uh, dream of doing math um, as a as a job. <laughs> but um, you know, I um, well, I could say that I with some friends here in Asheville started a personal care company, organic skincare products in biodegradable packaging. It was a very exciting life in those days, and um, and we had a very steep trajectory and. Um, uh, or, or growth, uh, goal and it didn't work out, you know, after a couple of years, we had to shut it down and, uh, I went traveling and while I was traveling, I got this email from this banker recruiter from Asheville's only local bank home trust. And, um, and I got, um, I got this email and, and it was asking if I would be interested in, in interviewing for a position mortgage loan officer. And, uh, I have to admit initially, I just sort of laughed and laughed and thought of myself <laughs> as, you know, thought of myself in this role, like, um, and the more I thought about it, the more it made sense. It was related to real estate when my family has a real estate, 
connection. So I've, I've kind of been in and around it. I have some understanding around it. Um, and, and at the time too, I just, I needed a job, right. I had just lost my company, uh, and, and was kind of vagabonding across Europe and, um, and gosh, you know, I went for it. And as it turns out, it's, it's a perfect fit for me because I think, you know, I'm not traditional. I'm I'm not your traditional banker. I'm, right. I am, you know, this, this person that can relate to the people of Asheville, to my community in such a different way than, um, than most do. And I, I take a lot of pride in, in having been able to put, you know, some, some of the musical artists, for example, brewers, you know, people you'd even know, uh, I don't want to name drop, but like <laughs> bands that you would know, I, you know, I've been able to get them their first home. Right. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and it's like, it, it feels great, you know, to, for them to be able to trust me because of who I am and for me to be able to help them through what kind of seems like a intimidating process. Really. And- and building assets for a creative professional is one of the most challenging things that I experience, right? That could be as much as getting a savings account in their bank account to owning their first home to having a tour van, all of these things. And so being able to have someone who, have ha- who has had creative experience, who has entrepreneurialism experience, because one of the things that you unpacked is that you have experienced the highs and lows of living a creative lifestyle, which every entrepreneur experiences in some way, shape or form. And so being able to be sympathetic and understanding of that and your work, like you said, is invaluable. So for the layman, right? I'm not a homeowner yet. I'm working my way there. Like, let's break down what mortgage banking and and the idea of loans and the idea of kind of getting into your first home really looks like for the creative population. Let's not come at it top down. Let's come at it bottom up. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I'd like to say why it's important to us as a community. It's, it's pretty simple that all the things that we love about Asheville come from artists Mm. like, and, and this is an important subject for us to be talking about because, because this is our community. It's what we love about. It's the foundation like under all of the fun we have here, right? Right. It's what brings our tourism. It's what brings our, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, so it's really, really important um, to, to be able to, to connect with those people and to be able to give them, you know, an ability to stay. Uh, It's also a stability thing, right? Like this is your home. This isn't, you're not, it's different than a, been their business or other investments like this is it is an investment and we talk about it in that way a lot but it is it is your home this is it is everything right and, and a lot of times for creatives their home is where they're able to either be successfully creating or not right if they don't have a safe home environment it's harder to get into a good creative space and create really powerful work that's needed that will sell and make more money you know <laughs> yeah it's so true yeah all right, well, let's break it down a little. Again, what is what is the process of getting into this? And then let's really dive into affordable housing right after that. All right, so you think you, the process of like becoming eligible for a yeah, mortgage? Yeah, just, yeah, a little simple, like for someone, again, an artist, a creative who has no idea where to even start. Let's just give the one-two tip on how to get into looking at how to get All into right, a home buying. 
I've done this with OnTrack Financials so many times, so I can really frame it up pretty yes. pretty quickly and easily. So uh, there are three major things that we look at when we're qualifying you for a mortgage. They are credit score and credit history, loan to value or down payment, we call it. Uh, we think of that as down payment as we're mm-hmm. making a purchase. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then debt to income ratio, right? So, so the first um, credit score, you know, really... Um, there are programs, you know, down where you can have a, you know, credit score in the 600s and, and still be eligible for a mortgage. Um, major credit events can get in the way, but, um, but you know, time heals uh, those sorts of things. Mm-hmm. So um, the, uh, the loan to value or down payment, you already kind of spoke to this, uh, where artists struggle because um, when you save a certain amount of money, you know, you need to an amp or a, or a tour van, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, or tires for the tour van. Um, so there are a, a lot of programs in place now. Um, so first of all, you know, the, the loan amounts. So based on the, uh, the purchase price, a first time home buyer on a conventional type mortgage, a regular old mortgage can put down only 3%. And mm-hmm. a, a first-time home buyer. I need to define that. It's interestingly, it's someone who has not owned a home in the last three years. Oh wow! Okay. Um, so, so you could have been a part of a of a home and maybe it didn't work out or something, you know, or you know, maybe it was a family member that you were on the deed or something like that. But as long as you're three years separated from that, you're a first-time home buyer again. Mm. So, so three percent, you know, still can be a lot of money, right? Right. Um, and there are uh, down payment assistance programs, area, local, you know, uh, nonprofits that administer these programs. You know, an example, this is Mountain Housing. Mm-hmm. Um, Mountain Housing has a great program. Uh, there, are, there are certainly others. There are income limit requirements. Um, you know, certainly this is for these are these programs are for people who don't have, you know, a high income. So, which uh, is starting to walk into the affordable housing conversation. And maybe before we even go further, maybe again, since this is more geared towards the creative population, let's break down what affordable housing actually means for them too. Yeah. You know, affordable housing is, it's easy to sort of talk about, you know, what in the context of like the individual or, um, or a specific number. I mean, right. we think of we think of it kind of in several different ways, but I think probably the most clear way I can think of it is is we have you know area median income, and it's different for for each sort of area. But um, we think of someone who makes eighty percent of the area median income, um, them that person being able to afford you know, this, this mortgage or even rent, we talk about in the context of rent and, and, you know, vouchers for rent and stuff too. So affordable housing doesn't just mean ownership. It, it can also um, play into rentals as well, but. Which like is important because like you said, the process of getting to actually having a mortgage and owning a home is a process. So there needs to be steps along the way for those of us who aren't ready for, that piece of the puzzle to also have affordable rent as well. And so can we break down a little bit of the conversation of what the requirements are, at least for maybe Western North Carolina or Buncombe County and what your knowledge is about what the affordable housing expectations are? Um, 
Because there's a certain percentage <laughs> of housing that should be affordable housing. This is something that I'm a little, un, you know, a little remiss to understand completely myself, honestly. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, let me let me see if I could just pull, you know, some of these numbers. So the Asheville area median income is, let's see, 49930 There's a table that will t- they'll speak to the number of people in the household. So... Gotcha. So it's a bit of a, mm-hmm. it's a bit of a moving target. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, that speaks to one of the big challenges too, is the idea that, that a single household, a single person or single income household, you know, this, this becomes a, a big, a greater challenge, right? Mm-hmm. So area median income for Asheville, whoop, it's gotten away from me here. Uh, forty nine thousand nine thirty. I'm gonna hold you to, to that number exactly. Now. Yeah, according <laughs> according to census.gov. Um, you know, I think two these numbers are gonna be a little bit different for these different programs. So right, that federal home loan bank I'm versus you say too is that there's a myriad of factors as to what makes something affordable. So it's the the income of the general area. It's the number of people in that house. Are there any other major factors that factor in? Because I'm not expecting you to tell us exactly what someone might be able to get for affordable housing. I'm more kind of curious mm-hmm. of what the overarching buckets are because it is a complex and sticky wicket. <laughs> it is, yeah. Well, and two, like when you think about rent, like rent for is a number like you know it's you know rent is twelve hundred dollars a month or mm-hmm. whatever whatever it is in home ownership rent you know the rent number is is a mortgage plus mortgage insurance if you don't have twenty percent down right right plus plus hazard insurance plus taxes uh county and city or if you're outside of the city you've got a fire district so you know, you've got you've got a lot of numbers that are different based on the area that you're in, based on the type of home that you're in. Um, and I think what I you know what I would say is, you know, to the artists out there that uh, that that have this as a goal, is that you need you need to go have your situation individually uh, analyzed, mm-hmm. right? Because you even if you know what you report on your tax returns, for example, the difference between what you believe your income to be on your tax returns and qualifying income, according to Fannie Mae, right? These right. Sort, of, sort of regulatory groups. Um, they, these like, it's, it's not what you think it is. Right. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's a little, these little nuances um, in, in how we're going to determine what your qualifying income is. So, uh, if we were just talking about sort of getting on the path, you know, it, it's easy to do some research on your own and not, not that you shouldn't, but, um, but don't, don't think, you know, just because you've, you know, you've Googled done, it. <laughs> yeah. Like, like it really like, I mean, that's so true with everything. Right. But, um, <laughs> but, but really, you know, if, if this is a goal of yours, get with on track financial who's connected to mountain housing or just yep. contact mountain housing, try for these programs. Uh, home trust. Also, we, uh, we work with these programs as well. Uh, other lenders in, in town do um, uh, self-help credit union. You know, these are ad- examples of, of organizations that work here locally that administer these programs that can, 
that can get you on the path. And if you think if you think your goal is to be a homeowner in two years, start don't now. start. Yeah, yeah, don't start in two years. Start now. You you need to know what you're working toward. And and it would be a shame to find that uh, that you'd been working towards something for two years yeah. that you you didn't have it quite right. You know, honestly, Paul, what I'm hearing is such an amazing tie over to the work that I do in you know business coaching and consulting. You need the expert to support you, and this goes back to the beginning of our conversation. You're the voice of the creatives in some of this world. You're someone who understands their plight. You're someone who's had this personal experience. And so you can be someone to speak their language and the other language as well. Oh, I'm so mad that we have to wrap it up because one of the questions I was hoping you could answer is maybe in like 30 seconds is if artists and creatives want to support the overarching conversation of affordable housing, how can they get involved? How can they come and fight this? But it's like a 30 second answer and then they can reach you later. Yeah, I mean, we have public meetings, the the Affordable Housing uh, Advisory Committee. Our meetings are public, and you can have public comment if you have something to offer there. Um, I always think of Asheville Music Professionals. Um, that's a great organization that maybe we can connect with in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, also the on-track financial, as I mentioned, and mountain housing opportunities um, are, are great organizations. So getting that, tied into the orgs and sharing your story, right. is kind of what I'm hearing yeah. you say is like, tell the community what you're experiencing so that these committees know how to regulate. Yeah. Yeah. The biggest thing I've learned about this advisory committee is that it really takes participation for any, yeah. for, for government to work. And we want to be able to help everyone, but, um, but we need participation. So, so stand up and, and, uh, and be loud. Let's hear it. I love it. Okay, well, where can people go find out more about the affordable the affordable housing advisory committee? Where can they check in with you? How can they get linked up? Yeah, so uh, Home Trust. I have a landing page on uh, on Home Trust Bank's website. Uh, the affordable housing advisory committee is available at Asheville.gov. Um, I won't get the exact landing page correct, but but <laughs> you'll okay. you'll find it. There's a whole committees page, right? Mm-hmm. There's tons of tons of advisory committees, which I'm uh, on the public art committee too, and so y'all should also get involved in that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, please do. The more people participate, and we're talking about this, the more power we'll have. Like we are doing the good work, but um, but the more support we have, you know, the more we can do. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, Paul. participate. Thank you for being here and thank you for doing the work that you do and keeping it from a creative lens and, and keeping this town full of creatives, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I sure hope for that. You know, as Asheville changes, that's uh, one thing I hope, um, hope doesn't change is that we can remain in an arts community from, from glass blowing to, to theater to, you know, the whole thing. I hope we can grow it. That's right. Well, as always, this is the Joanna Patrice Haggerty Show, where we share tips and tools of our community's most innovative entrepreneurs, artists, and creative business owners. Thank you so much for tuning in, and please connect by visiting bizradioashville.com or on Instagram at jphcreativebiz. I would love to hear your show suggestions or any questions you may have. And as always, stay creative. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you just heard, be sure to subscribe to the podcast and be sure to visit bizradio.us to find hundreds of other engaging conversations, local events, and more.